Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hi, guys. You're watching the Black Mirror After Show on AfterBuzz or listening, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. All right, everyone. This is, I have not heard this theme song in such a long time. Me too. Hello. I'm, I'm, completely, I'm completely unsettled. <laughs> yeah, I'm Great so way to bring us in here. No, yeah. yes. Welcome to the Black Mirror After Show on After Buzz TV, Season 4, Episode 3, Crocodile. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Miss Adrian Snow, and he's are my fellow co-host. Hi, party people. My name is Erica Edwards, and you can follow me at all social media, uh, at Erica D. Edwards, and that's Erica spelled with a K. And as always, I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. Blending into the music. Just let's be creepy. Uh, no, uh, so I was out last week. Apologies. I got that horrible flu that's been going around, and you can probably hear it a little bit in my voice. Anyways, first thoughts on this episode? I loved it. I liked it. I enjoyed this episode a lot. I thought it was pretty, like, I know I said this a lot where I'm like, straightforward, and I'm like, yeah. but it was actually a very clear through line, mm-hmm. and we'll get into some of the narrative stuff, but ultimately, I, I enjoyed the episode. Good. <laughs> I didn't like it, you guys. But that's a thing we will discuss, because I have various reasons for why I didn't like it, but let's go into it. So, we're first introduced to Rob and Mia, and they are, this Dexter theme is huh? like, is like, really... There we go. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was loving it. I was like, oh, I was like, ooh, I can't focus. I'm like uncomfortable. Uh, he's going to come out and stab me. I would just me. play it the whole time, you guys. <laughs> the you. whole show. I'm going to get frozen and gut it. Um, wait, that's, that was his brother. Never mind. Uh, so uh, we were introduced to Rob and Mia, and they're tripping on acid. Yeah, tripping they're on being young. Drug. They're being, being young, young at, being cool, drunk, at places where young people go. Yeah, were they were, were they at a rave? Dare we say it some sort of, kind of like a <laughs> like futuristic, a futuristic rave? They shot this episode in Iceland, so yeah. in my mind, they're in some weird so Iceland club. Where it's a different. It might as well be. It might, Mar- as, it might as well be Mars to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hoth. It's a club so, on Hoth. Yes, there we go. <laughs> um, and they decide to drive home. With all that stuff still in their system, which you know, not a, not the best idea. You know, um, and they end up killing a biker uh, or a cyclist for those people who don't like the term biker to be used for people who use bicycles. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, when I saw that happen, I was kind of like, Ugh. I thought it was a kid at first. I had to go back and rewatch. Me it. too. I yeah. also thought it was a child, which yeah. I think would double down on the creep on yeah. the creep factor on the, on of this whole thing. Yeah. I wouldn't I, be shocked if that was changed in post. Like, that's too much. It was definitely, when you go back and look, you definitely yeah. realize it's, it's a man. Of but, course. Um, and what were your first thoughts or feelings when that's the first introduction to the episode? And now they're kind of negotiating to call the police or to take this body and throw it into the ocean. Um, 
I don't know, maybe I'm morbid. I liked it because I felt like, oh, it's, I know what you did last summer, Iceland style. So that's <laughs> exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, okay, I see where we're going. So that's kind of what I thought. Like, so you thought that maybe this guy was going to come back and that was not, kind of the thing? Not, or well, not necessarily him come back or there's somebody watching, watching them, them. Or there's some kind mm-hmm. of way. I mean, obviously, it's Black Mirror, so I really had no clue mm-hmm. what they were going to do. Yeah. But I liked, um, I thought it was an interesting tone to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I'm like I, I was okay with it actually. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I wasn't faced by that part either. It was more of we'll get there. The, Steve I, didn't, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I thought it was a fun narrative choice that, in typical Black Mirror style, could have still brought you a couple different places. Mm-hmm. Like, what if the car had some type of dash cam tech that they didn't yeah. know about, and then like some m- malicious person at the car company just blackmails them? Mm-hmm. Like that could be. Like I like to. I like to try to guess where the episode's gonna go mm-hmm. versus where it does, and that. Hitting, hitting and killing a cyclist and then deciding to dispose of the body. Yeah, it's a real good start for one of those. Yeah, and I, but. I think I also appreciated that it was set in the past, and you got the feeling that, um, it wasn't the current world where obviously that's not something they could have gotten away with. That there's a 15 year gap between the world we, we jump to and the world we see. So because. You know, if it were actual Black Mirror universe, it'd be like they're not going to get away with that. There's like a drone, or there's like yeah, some, yeah. there's like a dog, or there's something watching them at this very moment. So we jumped to that 15 years, uh, and Mia has now gone on and had a new life and got like a nice little super blonde dyed short haircut mm. and a, a child and a husband and a home, and she's an architect going right. to mm-hmm. a. Uh, to basically to like a convention type conference of thing. or something. Conference. Like it looked like she was a giving conference. a keynote at a conference. Yeah, which right. is like, going to have a which is like especially she seemed fairly young and like fairly that, young. that all seemed behind her. That mm-hmm. like to speak a keynote at a conference is a big deal if yeah. you've never done that before and yeah. you're trying to be a rising star in your industry. Yeah. So she wants to put all this behind her. Yeah. So she hasn't probably thought about this in 15 years. It's been something that you know maybe she regrets and she did it and that's it. And I mean, but no judgment, but like maybe that's part of. Well, I think what was interesting about it too was in the initial scene, he was like, he had to really convince her to do it. She was all like, oh, we'd be in hysterical and stuff. So that was kind of, I think, added more to the the transition of her character because in the beginning it was like, oh, okay, we have to do this. And he's explaining it to her. And now we flip to 15 years later and she's like, oh, no, I'm good with it now. <laughs> Which yeah, I understand. I, and truth be told, I think it's easier to cope with. I think it would be easier for her to cope with it than for him to cope with it. Because she wasn't behind the car. She wasn't behind the, the wheel. wheel. Also, she didn't convince someone else to go along with it. He did both of those things. Yeah. Like his weight is tripled at that point. Yeah. Of no, I killed someone, and then I convinced another person to help me dispose of the body. Yeah. And not tell a soul. Yeah. So like, I think. He had way more weight and guilt than she ever could possibly have. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would argue, well, that was your choice in the moment. Yeah. I, I went with you. As of this moment right now, we can't move fo- – like, I can't move forward with you telling people that I was involved. Mm-hmm. I can't – like, I don't know about killing him, but that's – Well, let's jump into it yeah. then. So she gets to her conference. She's off away, and Rob uh, finds her. I guess they haven't seen each other in three years at that point. Um, it was I, this is a lot of me digging around and figuring out the timeline because they were not going to give it to us. But yes, three years since they last seen each other, fifteen years since the incident, and I guess in I guess he'd been sober for a year. That's maybe? what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah it sounded like a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he decided that he wanted to 
to tell the woman who was still, I guess, holding out. Was she holding out hope? Yeah, because alive. she didn't move from where she had been living yeah. and she thought he was going to come back. Yeah. And, she, and you know, so that was actually very, um, you know, that really pulled it to her strength. Yeah, that her life, this, this, this widow's life had just kind of stopped and that he felt guilt about it. But what were you going to say? But his plan was to fess up to everything. Yeah. Which is the problem. Well. <laughs> yeah, but he was going to send her an anonymous letter. He was. So. It, uh, it probably wouldn't have. Maybe, maybe could have not, probably would have, maybe should have, maybe, who knows, affected Mia. <laughs> like, but for Mia, I think it was something that, now that she has his life, now that she has his family, um, now that she has his career, it's, and this big keynote, which could be a big turning point for her, mm-hmm. it was just too much to give up. And, and I, think um, there's, I think there's a turn to Mia as well that I think Mia felt put upon and mm-hmm. forced upon to go with what he was saying. Yeah. And she dealt with that choice and probably lashed out and like, I'm going to be the alpha and I'm going to make all these decisions for myself and move forward. Mm-hmm. And then here he comes back telling her exactly what she needs to do mm. again. And I think that's, I think that kind of explains the rash action she took mm-hmm. instead of, they could have sat and talked about it for hours or one of them could have ran away and waited for the other to calm down and then discussed it. Like, what is our plan of action for Helping this person yeah. without destroying our lives. I think he could have sent a letter apologizing, but saying that the husband's gone, the husband's not coming back. Yeah. No no explanation other than that. Um, and not tell me about it. I don't think he owed her anything in coming forward and telling her. Because... I think you're right. It did kind of make her feel like she was kind of restricted to whatever he wanted, just like mm-hmm. as she was 15 years ago when he, <coughs> excuse me, basically told her, this is how it's going to be. This is what we're going to do. Like, we're going to get rid of this body. Um, and so I understand that she had so much more to lose at this point. But at the same time, like, he, he just shouldn't have gone to her in the first place. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't if- have talked to her about it. Um, but this is also the point where I was like, hmm. This, so you want to cover up the fact that you were, you didn't kill anyone, but you were basically mm-hmm. a part of the cover up of right. somebody being murdered. An accomplice by, to a murder. Accomplice, which is, yeah. there we go. Right. By murdering someone else, and then and then you just go on like a murder spree to cover up the well, fact that you didn't murder someone 15 years ago. Well, I think at first, like, it wasn't until he, I felt like he was actually on the ground when she was like, oh, I can murder him. Because at first I was like, okay, she's just freaking out and grabbing him and she's really skinny and this is weird. Nah, and then, <laughs> you know, and then once mm-hmm. she really, like, put her elbow down to strangle him, I was like, ooh, okay. I think this is where I came up with the explanation of why she could have lashed out so violently so quickly, mm-hmm. which is that this must be something, aside from just the guilt from being involved in a murder mm-hmm. and then having to cover it up. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's also that extra guilt. Yeah. Or that extra bottled up emotion of that that, that guy told me exactly what to do and I just did it. Mm. And like there's probably a lot of resentment to that that mm-hmm. I think in that moment of he's coming back here and just telling me what to do again. Yeah. And he's going to ruin my life again or yeah. potentially ruin my life again. Like yeah. It's him. That, that, that was the logic I came up with because... If you apply logic to this situation, they would rustle a little, one of them would leave, and then they would cool down and come back and discuss it like people who have a problem to solve of, okay, you want this, 
I want this. We need to come up with a solution. Mm-hmm. We need to come up with a solution where this this uh, wife knows the the dad's not coming back, the father's not coming back, mm-hmm. without either of our spot getting blown up. I hear you, Steve. I'm hopping in real quick, Please. guys. This is Jeff yeah. from the booth. I did see the episode <laughs> as well, and I have some opinions. I do think she was reclaiming something there. It's yeah. kind of what you're getting at. Right? Like she was trying yeah. to kind of take back power that was taken from her by him 15 years ago, which made it a really kind of complicated decision. I agree with you. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to disagree with that, but I think uh, the moment she, basically, the moment he started to leave, and the moment she wrapped her arms around him, I was like, "Oh, she's going to kill him." Mm. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it was very much like a. Uh, there was no doubt that that was where I thought she was going to go. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was the smartest idea. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, now you know, now when we were talking about like, yeah, you can get away with murder fifteen years earlier, but now like people can go into your brain and, <laughs> and, and like look at your memories. Maybe maybe don't do this. Maybe like maybe be s- smart about it. Maybe like have somebody else do it and like do like a whole nice little tracking hmm. of like people you know that can kill them for you. True. So or be savvy about it. That's what I'm going to say. How can he have a heart attack? You not know? in your room. Exactly. Right. You know, how can it not be where his blood mm. is in the hotel room you were in? And you can clean it up all you want, but, you know, I mean, the technology we have now can find blood well, cleaned up in a room. That's why I think so, it wasn't a... Well, and that's why I think at, at worst it would have not been, as we would call it in the States, homicide one or, like, yeah. murder one. Because w- there would be no premeditation. He showed up at your house, upset yeah. you, and then you killed... He showed up at your hotel room, he upset you, and then you killed him. Yeah. You could argue. You could argue that's second degree. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was a it was basically like a, a crime of of passion. She was upset. Mm-hmm. She did it. I get it. But at the same time, um, I, <laughs> it just it just I thought, oh, okay, well, hmm, I wonder how they're gonna deal with this. And then it just kind of spiraled out of control for me. The, the episode just kind of spiraled out of control for me at that point. I liked the double down though. Yeah, because at at first, like what she did wasn't necessarily terrible. I'll take that back. At first. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe if she just pushed him, that wouldn't have been so bad. On a gradient scale. But, on a, like, I think yeah. if she just, if he, if it had been something where when he first fell and you, and you hear that He hit crack, his head right. I was like, if he just hit his she head. She could have and stopped then, right there yeah. and been like, oh my God, let me call the police. Right. Or, you know, mm-hmm. right. Call the ho- and right. Because that basically would have put him out of commission. Right. And that would have given her time to think. Like, okay, well. Yeah, what like I, I was want, kind of like, okay, she freaked, she freaked out, you know, he mm-hmm. hit his head. It's not totally, you know, she's maybe she, the spell is broken mm-hmm. and it was broken. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, now I really have to make sure you're dead because you're not really dead. So now I'm going to actually, yeah. you know, really kill you. And I know you were my boy. I know you used to be my boyfriend, all of that stuff. But no, you were a like mm-hmm. alcoholic loser and I have this great <laughs> life. So yeah, I'm going to kill you now. I, yeah, I, it's. It was a big turn, but so she decides to to kill him and turn on some porn to cover up basically her cleaning up his body and, and disposing of it. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, like, and then he once she was on track for it, she knew what to do. She knew how to, like, dispose of a body. She knew how to, like, get it Right, and done. I was amazed because, again, I was still like, she's pretty skinny to be picking up these dead bodies and carting people. <laughs> I was like, wow, she's strong for how she looks. I mean, she's... You know, people yeah. say that... I deliver groceries and people say that to me all the time and I'm like, yeah. (laughs) It's 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 weights. It's just weights. But anyway, so uh, throughout all this cleaning up, for some reason she does with with the curtains open. Um, And (laughs) I'm just saying, you kill someone, you like 
maybe close the curtains before you initiate that. Uh, anyways, and um, she ends up being seen casually through someone's eye. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Well, she looks out the window and she sees somebody get she hit. She sees someone get hit an by an automatic pizza truck. For um, which, fences. Which I have to point out, because CES starts t- technically tomorrow, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and it's where they inter- they introduce all the toys. They're doing um, a self-driving pizza truck. Yep. Toyota, really? Toyota, announced, <laughs> Toyota announced a self... Today, really, announced a uh, self-driving delivery vehicle with ePallet, with one of their first partners being Pizza Hut to create a self-driving pizza truck. And that wow. was and this was the first thing commenters hinted at. Yeah. It's oh, like, okay. oh, are they, are they working off Black Mirror now? Are they throwing together Basically. a pizza truck in a week? Exactly. They're like, let's just do that. Um, I know all of my Uber drivers are always like, you know, we're getting, they're testing the self-driving Uber car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, y'all can barely pick us up when you in the car. So I don't know how that's going mean, to work out. But yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh, Uber treats their drivers like they don't exist. Yes. Like, like, they're, like they're not there anyway. You might, as well, you might as well be an autonomous <laughs> fleet. <laughs> very Basically. true. Very true. Well, I need that money, though. I mean, I work for Lyft, well, not yeah. Uber, obviously. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> anyway, the porn, is, the porn was also a good excuse to why she was in the room for two, three hours, however long that video was. Because she right. can point to literally, like, well... And it would also leave a reason for her to be... Like, that was actually a really genius thought that I, I thought don't... it was a good choice. I don't know if she actually had all those... All, like, that's a really good part of a plan. Yeah. That leads me to believe there might have been a level of premeditation, which, if she ever got... Tr- if she ever gets tried for this, might come up. Well, that just led me to believe that she actually probably does actually like porn. Uh, yeah, so she's stressed out, guys. She just killed someone. You know, like, yeah. She just gotta exactly. rub one out real quick. I think she's um, like, I don't want to see all of this nonsense. Let me yeah. let me get to something good. You know, it's loud and it, it can, and it's also I think something that's most people wouldn't want to ask about. So mm. when she checks out the at the room, you know, she has that little thing and. Nobody's going to ask about it. Oh, okay. Well, she was looking at some porn, so. Yeah, yeah. Or, and and also, I thought it was something that, as indicated, it would stand out if police or somebody comes. Because they're going to be like, yeah. It was a noticeable thing for, actually, I think it might have worked against her because it was a noticeable thing for the, uh, what's his face? The concierge. Uh, Yeah, the concierge. But I think that was. To remember. But that was a good alibi, though. Yeah, I think. Minus the I think that's what, I think that was her initial intention, Mm -hmm. I thought, was that. People, you know, whoever's down there will notice. Ooh, she's watching porn. And remember mm-hmm. that if they're questioned. Yeah, and not yeah, that, but, but the, at the same time, it it kind of also ended up working up against working against her because if it was something less memorable, then it'd be like, no, oh, I don't know, I don't remember what she was watching. She's probably just watching a movie. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it was mainly for the use of the loudness. Anyways, let's keep going. So we end up. Uh, she ends up getting rid of the body. And, you know, going home and living her life and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? So we cut to um, Shazia, who is investigating the pizza truck that hit, is it Gordy? Um, I just want to be sure. Does he have a name? I thought he had a name. I had to look uh, him up. I will find out the name. Let's just say the gentleman who was hit by the pizza truck. Because um, they want to understand, like, what happened. And yes, Gordy. Gordy. So <laughs> we get to see... Basically, from his point of view, what happened? And this is where, when they introduced this tech, I was like, oh, okay, I like this. This mm-hmm. is really cool. This is kind of a merge of, like, every other tech I've seen in Black Mirror. And I'm a little confused at the same time, because I've seen a lot of tech at this point. Mm-hmm. But 
It's a lot cool. more effective tech at this time. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the, well, yeah. the grain would be super helpful at this point of just like, no, no, we, we recorded it straight from your eye. Like, yeah. we saw how it actually happened. Yeah. Not through a level of perception. So what I liked was the fact that she worked for this little, you know, the insurance company. What did she work for? So you kind of got, you know, almost like the government type sense. Like, well, you know, it's better stuff out there, but this is what we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of liked that. I was like, okay, well, you know that, you know, maybe another agency or the FBI mm-hmm. or whoever is going to have better technology than yeah. these people that are just hit and run like investigators. Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked that sort of twist on it. And it kind of also, I think, implied that it was um, maybe earlier, and we don't talk about, there's, there's a Black Mirror timeline, you guys, let's just be real. <laughs> um, it kind of implied that this is earlier in the timeline, because even with like the, the chip that she has, is kind of like a little square, yeah, even though yeah. at one point I think maybe someone had like the circle, but it... it gave me the sense that they're still figuring out everything. And maybe even that the grain technology is further down the line than we than we originally thought. Because when you think about it, everyone's been doing the the kind of just the temple tech. Yeah. I'm gonna call it that, the temple yeah. tech. Whereas the grain is implanted into your head. So maybe Yeah. That it needs that it seems further along. Or at the very least, the grain is super... We could live in a world where the grain is super expensive, Mm. but the recall thing that can just tap into your brain immediately uses Mm -hmm. similar tech, but Mm. doesn't require surgery or a complicated thing implanted in everybody. Like We're we're in some in-between place where the grain probably kind of exists. But isn't at the point... Because everything... Everything, oh gosh. Oh, the entire history of us. The entire history of us. Everyone had a grain, you can't get it out. Yeah, everyone had it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's like... Far down yeah. the line, and then the um, not playtest, but the other one in see- in the season before this, where they mm-hmm. were all soldiers. Like you would assume that was also before the entire history of us, because mm-hmm. that would be military tech. Mm-hmm. And the military mm-hmm. would military's got the money; they would spend money on the tech first before it went to the consumer. Yeah, and then right. Archangel was kind of like somewhere in between. In and the like, this is also mm-hmm. like I would assume either before or or maybe early they all stages just got banned, possibly. Yeah, or. Or Charlie Brooker will just tell you, no, there's no timeline. Stop thinking about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut yeah. up, Charlie. We all saw Black Museum. You liar. Um, so, <clears throat> in any case, we get to uh, Shazia going through these course of people. She goes through Gordy. She goes through um, the woman whose name I do not remember. I apologize. But she had the cute, cute lipstick, which was yes. totally cute. <laughs> uh, she goes through the dentist, who's a perv. Um, well, I don't know. Did we not? I no. thought he was a perv. Well, it's easy to I just, I, it's I just think a photo. He wasn't all the way naked. Was he? I, I mean, think he was that bad. Is he something you like? I don't know. You know, you pick up your phone. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a perv. I don't know. My bad. I don't know if we have time to get into the deeper, the deeper <laughs> philosophical debate of privacy versus implied privacy. Mm. Exactly. So, if you stand in your open window naked, then that's on you. I, like I, like, <laughs> I think, the, like the implied, are you could be seen. I'm just privacy, <laughs> respect for privacy, and the expectation of respect of privacy. Mm-hmm. That's a college level paper. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait, listen, you guys. That's a college level paper that we'll I can there. write. Just, but I mean, I'm not a grad student anywhere. We're, it's just an after show. We're going to <laughs> philosophical debate, um, and then we finally get to Mia. And so this is the point. This is the point yes. where we get to Mia. So Shazia, uh, who we get a nice little quick cut of her family and her her handsome husband and her baby. Ooh, he was cute, too. And the hamster. And all the stuff is going to make sense later. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
and she finally gets to Mia, and she's just like, this is just uh, uh, insurance for a guy who was hit by a pizza truck. You know, I yeah, just yeah. need to kind of go and review your memories to see like what, what it was. I guess at this point I was like, why is why do they have to go so deep with this? There were at this point two witnesses to this guy getting hit by the truck. Well, they no, no, they, they, they she needed like to establish. Actual, she, right. to establish. she never saw contact. Yeah. I think Mia was actually the only one that saw the, the truck driving and actually hit him. And she needs a good enough yeah. recall of. And apparently, what it does is it puts all of the pieces together because mm-hmm. it's all just fragmented pieces of recollection. Yeah. So but them by themselves aren't admissible enough. Mm-hmm. Where what they would need I think is. They would be. But what they would need is one person to have, A, seen the contact, or enough people to have, B, seen enough of the contact that they can determine that... Because the whole point is that the vehicle shouldn't have been going that fast. Yeah. So they need to, they need proof that the vehicle was going faster mm-hmm. than it claims to. That's because, the whole point. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the girl with the cute lipstick, she wasn't really sure on the speed of the vehicle. Because I feel like she if she see, was like... Nobody else saw it. Yeah, if she was yeah. like, oh, it was speeding, then it wouldn't have been that big of an issue. Yeah, they but, all saw it basically after... Yeah, the fact. Do any of you guys it. read Harry Potter at all? Yes, I yeah, very yes. much got like pensive <laughs> vibes so. here. Yeah, especially because I got the impression that all those memories were subjective. Yes. So, like mm. in that way, I feel like what they do is they compile all of the records, knowing mm. their subjectivity. But if you have five accounts from the recall device, you can more or less guess what the truth is based on everyone else's subjective recollection of what or, they saw. Or if five subjective recollections come up with the same facts, yes. yeah, which. I actually, in theory, agree with. Mm-hmm. Also, that's something they never dove into in the Harry Potter universe, well, yeah, like I the unreliability think, of pencils. Because I don't think Except five Slughorn, subjective. Right? Yes. I don't think they would. I don't think. I think they all would be a little bit different, to be honest. Yeah. So Because yeah, like the jacket wasn't yellow; it was green or it was green, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think um, to some extent, there you do come up with what you believe to be true. But if mm-hmm. everyone sees it, they're going to view it differently. Yeah, that's how memory works. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big thing of. When people ask you to recall something, you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, no, that's the big was, thing about eyewitness testimony that exactly. is an yeah. issue in many cases today. Mm-hmm. So, I, that is true. If this tech existed, I would love to have the debate of whether it's Reason- just as unreliable reasonable. as eyewitness testimony. Yeah. yeah. Although we use eyewitness testimony too much to begin mm-hmm. with, so that I don't know. Like, I think if we had this technology, I would at least like to think we're smart enough to know that memory is subjective yeah. instead of just, no, nope, we got one. See it? Yeah. It's right there. <laughs> well, yeah, I made a person think this and then recorded it e- from their brainstem. Even when they were using the technology, a lot of it were Shaza's suggestions to the people. So mm-hmm. smell this drink, yeah. listen to this music, and then she told the guy it. the color of the coat, and then he remembered it, and mm-hmm. you know, then he changed the color in his mind. Yeah. So some of it is sort of her, like, urging you on, which is what, you know, honestly, the police do to people. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, similar tactics. So I think you would still have some of those same issues. Also, yeah. uh, Jazz41173, it's a guinea pig, not a, not a hamster. Thank you. People like to... Oh, I thought hamster, it was a guinea pig. Right, I thought it was guinea, pig. Um, guinea pig people really yeah. like to make clear that it's a well, guinea pig. Well, I would pig. argue we'll get there, but the <laughs> distinction is very important because in science... The idea of a guinea pig is very... I'll talk about what I think Ooh, the guinea okay. pig symbolizes. In <laughs> we'll get there. Okay. I'm sorry. I was like, gerbil? Hamster? I thought it was guinea a gerbil. Pig? I, I thought it was a gerbil. I think they called it a guinea pig. They called it a guinea pig. They did call it. Uh, then, but then on the Netflix uh, closed captioning, it said hamster squeak. So, they, you know... Oh, wow. What, so they uh, used earlier, the hamster squeak for a guinea pig. pig. Yeah. Um, or maybe they just messed up. Or a captioner messed it up. So, we're getting there. Okay. So, now... Shazzy has faced off with Mia, and <laughs> Mia just snaps because Shazia does obviously see 
Yeah. That she's killed a man and that she sees she sees the cyclist and rob and the rob she sees both murders porn and (laughs) so she's going through it and she closes it and i i mm. i wasn't clear as to why mia ever agreed to it i'm like if you're not the police you have to come back with a warrant or something i'm not gonna let you you know because it would be i think it would be more suspect for her not to Mm. and it would have been maybe uh, something where if that woman came back with more people, that would have been a, a, a problem. And and they would have dug deeper. I think in mm-hmm. her mind it was like, well, if it's just this woman, all she needs to see is something I saw. So yeah. I just need to recall the one thing I saw <laughs> yeah. and show it to her and then be like, cool, we're good. Take this thing out of my temple before yeah. you see all the murder. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was arrogance, but I was like, how does she really think she's going to... That's like trying to beat the lie detector. Like, really? Is this what uh, you're doing? You can beat the lie detector. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't. The lie detector, can't, but the lie detector is inadmissible, I think. In most, in most states, it's inadmissible because it's yeah, not... Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty easy to beat. Super fallible. Like, know what to do. Mm-hmm. It usually causes like you being in a lot of pain to beat. It does, but you um, can do it. But uh, I, I, I guess I figured she would have better control. Over her memories, because it or seemed that everyone it. else was so focused on just that thing. It wasn't like they were like, oh, you know, <laughs> your brain floats off and you think about something else and you have to come back. Um, no, they didn't show that happening with anyone else's uh, recall. Whereas with her, um, maybe it's because she was so panicked about those things being found out. They ended up breaking through. Um, and so at that point... I, I feel like the dentist scene. Think. The dentist scene should have established to us that there's not a way you can't really fool this. Yeah. Right, that's what I thought. I was like, realistically, she might need to. Oh, because he would know. have wanted to not have. Yeah, if that was the. I think, yeah. yeah, that was the point that of the perv sense. part is to know that you do are going to have these things that you can't keep out, even mm-hmm. if you would like to. Yeah. Mm. So she kills Shazia, you guys. Well, like, like, uh, like. Well, kind of like ties her up, and Shazia begs for her life. And then, but well, but then also discovers that Shazia has like a family. Devil's advocate. Okay. What else could she have done at that moment, other than other than go away for murder? Probably a double murder at this point because she killed the other person. Yeah, she killed the other person. So now it looks like now I, it looks like she could just be on the hook for two murders. I think she could have just. Mm, mm, yeah. I don't know because it's something where it's like. It's killing another person. Really, you really think that's going to help you? And then deciding that oh, this woman's going to be loved and missed, so I have to go to her house, find her husband. Well, no, it wasn't that she's going to be loved and missed? It was that that she told the husband where she was going. She's going to yeah, go see this no, woman. Was, so, but, so yeah, now you know where too, she, now but, she's no, no, no. Now you know he, the husband knew where she where she was. Yeah. So at the end of the day, that would lead the police right to her if his wife doesn't come home. That's so true. that's why she had to go and get the husband. I mean, but this is the same thing, regardless of of if um, she told her or told him or not. The thing is, is that she had a family. So this is people were going to look for her. It wasn't like yeah. with the cyclist where it was just kind of like this person kind of disappear and and there's no technology in any, any way to track us down. Like this is somebody who will be. And I did misspeak, but yes. So she knows that the husband knows where she is. So. Uh, she goes, but this is where it, it just kind of spirals out for me. Devil's advocate. <laughs> like, I mean, in this it's moment, all spiraled out. In this moment before she killed Shaza, yeah. her choices are kill her and everyone who knows where she is. Mm-hmm. Do it cleanly enough that no one will catch you doing that, which I I don't know. 
that seems that seems more dirty to me. Because the more murder you commit, the more likely you are to get caught at murder. Exactly. So Th- like, that's the or thing. the second thing is is imprison her, imprison her, wait for her to develop Stockholm syndrome. At which point she she might actually make a deal with you in which she won't rat you out. Well, no, I don't. Yeah, that's I don't, the other. Tr- yeah, the other I, choice yeah. is to somehow make a deal with her, and, and trust that's not going to happen. There's no way you can trust once she's once she's revealed and it's clear that Shaza's seen um, that me and murdered people. Mm-hmm. There's nothing sh- she has to kill her. There's no because Option, you're not going to agree to. Oh yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah, right. Option okay, three: no kidnap way. the guinea pig, <laughs> bring it back to your house, well, and say if you like this guinea pig. I think it's more of a, where's the, is there a way to wipe this memory type of technology? I think that would have been more so where I would have gone to instead of going on a killing spree. Because a killing spree just went out of control. She, I, It's one thing to hide um, uh, a murder from 15 years ago. It's another thing to hide... Oh, you killed your ex boyfriend mm-hmm. last or you know last week. It's a whole other thing to hide. Oh, I killed this insurance agent and her husband and her baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like okay, but I did appreciate the fact that uh, the role was originally actually written for a man, mm. and when the actress who plays Mia came in and, and auditioned, she auditioned probably for the role of Shazia or maybe a different character altogether, and she asked. Would you give the role of the uh, antagonist protagonist uh, to a woman? And they considered it and they decided to rewrite it as a woman. Because it is true, you don't often see women as serial killers, especially, um, you know, the non arsenic and lace kind. Mm. But I always get annoyed when people are like, women are only serial killers with poison. I'm like, no, maybe they just don't get caught when they do Mm. it other ways. Just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, so, th- I thought that was really nice, but it, it, it just spiraled out of control. Mm. I don't know. Like by the time she got to like, killing the the husband in the bathtub, I was like, okay. And then I when mean, the, see, I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> no, because I think once you kill someone that you care for, like once she killed her ex and her what she's she known this person for, for these years, that was her. I think she probably gave it to him back in the day. She, I think once you kill someone that you know and that you're close to, like once you kind of jump that. It's just like a gateway drug. Speaking of someone who's never murdered. I mean, I've never murdered either, <laughs> yeah, like, but I'm I can, just I can saying, assume it's a slippery slope. Yeah. It's like, kind of like kind of like yeah, a cheat day like, with chocolate cake. You have one. Yeah. Like, let's have the whole chocolate cake. I killed a point. mouse once. And it's easier to kill mice. I'm not even going to lie. I've I've killed killed a mouse too. I killed a mouse. Yeah. You know, I've probably talked about it on some other podcasts about how to stop it inside. It was not fun. Oh. Um, well, but it kind of was in the moment because I was so over mice at that point. I had like mm. a infestation in my apartment in Chicago. Um, and then after doing it once, it did become easier. And, and I, <laughs> that's that's exactly, what exactly, exactly. I'm not going to throw any shade, but I too killed a mouse in my apartment in Chicago. And yeah, after that, um, I was slaying rats in Chicago <laughs> on the south side. I slayed them, and yeah. I felt good about it. So, I, but at the same time, it's a mouse. Like I still felt guilty about killing like a little baby one. Like I couldn't do it. But at the same, like you know, there are, there are boundaries. There are boundaries, but I feel like <sighs> once. What I liked about the episode, which is what I like about shows like Dexter or Breaking mm-hmm. Bad or whatever, is that like once you go past the line, mm-hmm. it's hard to break. It's hard to come back. Like yeah. af- once you really like, okay, I've done this for my family. Now, now I'm going to stop and turn myself in. Why? You yeah. know, you're going to go until they catch you. But the kid, he was blind. She um, killed the baby. 
Also, yeah, for a minute I thought she was gonna. I was like, I don't even think Dexter would kill a baby. I thought she was gonna stop, but you know. Also, Jazz in the chat is pointing out that it feels weird to say, but she didn't wear a mask when she went to that house either. Yeah. So that maybe. I don't know. I feel like this spiraling out of control was also a crime of passion. That it's like I'm, I'm gonna just kill some people now. Yeah, it's like she just she didn't really put any thought into anything. Like she's just like I just have to kill him, and everything will be better. And somebody there was some article I can't remember who wrote it about how like it was like a mother's drive, and I was like, no, man. I mean, no, I, she's just crazy. Yeah, like, <laughs> she was crazy, but I think at the end of the day, she was like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to protect my life and protect my family and what I've built here after, I you know, understand. after what I had to face when I was younger. And I think after she went through a certain point, she was like, it's no turning back. And it was no turning back. No. Like once. There's no once, turning back. Yeah. Once she saw the uh, the memories. Yeah. You were going to have to kill her. Him or me becomes them or me. Exactly. And if, but the second, But the second it becomes a binary choice of him or me. What's the real difference between him and them? Yeah. If it's like him or me, oh crap, now I need to kill someone who know who might find out that I killed him mm-hmm. and all the people they know. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I've already killed two I've people. I'm, killed- I mean, come on now. I already smashed this girl's head in with a log, so I'm I'm in yeah. for in for the I, long haul. It wasn't I guess I would have preferred something narratively somehow for us to figure it out. Like I it, it would be out of place for this show to do kind of a John McClane talk to yourself. But, like, something that could have actually helped us understand <laughs> um, where she was. Yeah. I, I, she was really sad <laughs> at the recital, though. She was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> you can be anything you want to be. I'm a murderer, but you can be anything <laughs> you want to be. I think, I, I, I do like, uh, maybe maybe Black Mirror has become slightly hopeful now that it's slightly Americanized. I do appreciate the fact that um, she got caught. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. By a... Guinea pig. Guinea pig. And Jeff, what were you going to say about the guinea pig? Well, just in general, <laughs> I, I thought all this was so brilliant just because, like, the best Black Mirror episodes are when the people are actually victims of the tech. You know what I mean? It's like mm. when the tech that's supposed to be their salvation is actually their doom. Right. And I felt like that's what was happening here was, like, that baby was the victim just because of the risk of being non-complicitly yeah, had members. Was- Blind. Sorry. But, no, yeah, I you're feel fine. like that I was mean, like a little extra with the blindness. I was like, you, okay, okay, you don't have to lay it on. Even if the baby wasn't blind, how do you talk a memory out of a baby? Baby that's doesn't right. understand speech. Well, exactly. that's what I assumed. I assumed there'd be more ways. Like, she had to cover all of her mm. bases because it's the tech. There's no escaping the tech. Like, right, exactly. But that exactly, was the, exactly. That was because the, you can't talk to the, the guinea pig either, but you just put the little things on there and boom, you can see the right. There, and that's also, I think, uh, an issue of of the writing is that we've, we've seen, we've been introduced to this tech and we're told how it works and how, we're told how it needs someone there to help people guide through it. So the fact that they can do it to a guinea pig, a guinea pig who cannot understand, who cannot speak, Kind of implies that okay, well, the tech doesn't work in quite the way we thought. Or, it was. or, or I felt like the police had better tech. That's what, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay. I but that was something think, that was never said. Yeah. yeah. Well, but the sense memory thing, I was thinking maybe it's as simple as just taking a like pe- the babies, the babies. I don't mm-hmm. know, something like that. I just, I love the idea that like at the end of the day, all of this happened not in favor of the tech, but because of the tech. The tech that was supposed yeah. to save them was a, th- their ultimate doom. And, like, with the whole guinea pig thing, the thing I was going to say is, like, the symbol of humanity being the guinea pig and, like, the guinea pig being the victim of science, like, that was that rang so powerfully to me. Mm. That it was, like, it was the guinea pig who would have implicated everyone. I don't know. I just felt like the layers of metaphor there were so smart. I love this episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, the thing I, I love about Black episode. Mirror is everyone it. has different episodes they love, too. Oh, you yeah. never meet the yeah. same person who likes different ones. So I, for some reason, this was my standout in season three, but that's I, just me. I think the pacing kind of was a bit slow for me because I, I even talked about it. I was like, I kind of struggled to, to keep watching it because I kind of would just be like, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> what else is happening? Um, I would be a horrible person for this tech. I'd be like, I don't know. I, I started playing some Candy Crush or something. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I have an appreciation for all Black Mirror episodes because they 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 touch upon things in a way that um, a lot of shows just simply don't, or they, or they push buttons in a way um, that other shows aren't willing to. Like you don't see female serial killers um, on on television, and you know them being brutally physical serial killers, not not uh, delicate about it. Right. What I really loved also about this episode that. Is that it was shot so beautifully in Iceland. I yeah. felt like where it was shot was almost like a character in another mm-hmm. dimension to the story. You know, I mean, maybe that's how it is in Alaska. I don't know. But I don't know any place in the U.S. or in, I think that coldness um, gave it that sort of Nordic Scandinavian flair that yeah. made it really, um, I don't know, and it also kind of added a different, a deeper dimension to it. Almost them. made it seem possible for her to get away with it because, <laughs> like, because everything is kind of so vast and spread out. Yeah, that you're like, well, maybe she could have gotten away with it if she just ended at Shazia. But yeah, but I don't know. I, yeah. I read so many of those uh, Harry holes. Somebody would have got her. <laughs> One of yeah. those Scandinavian detectives. Somebody was going to get her. Exactly. She was coming down. This is Black Mirror. I mean. I feel like in the past, Black Mirror let people get away with stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, but now true. they're like, no, true, true, true. everyone's going down this year. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone goes down this year. Well, uh, uh, yeah, well, the, yeah, we'll see, we'll get there. All right, so I think that wraps up this episode. Do we have any other comments about it? Or? No, I think we nailed it. Okay, I, um, I would say predictions, but. <laughs> Why? It's Black Mirror. What's there to predict? Um, she's dead. Okay. Like, all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, guys. Uh, where can they all follow you? Uh, you can follow me at uh, Erica D. Edwards, that's E-R-I-K-A-D as in door Edwards, on all social media. And you guys can follow me on Twitter almost exclusively. That is at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F. M-A-N-N. And I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can also catch me to Wednesday. Sorry, the days are confusing. On The Magicians and Friday on The Empress Table Read. I think that's all I'm doing right now. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, we're basically to see you in like two minutes. Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 